astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Welcome to Aquarius season. How can that happen? How do we get out of Capricorn so fast? I know, right? Well, we slipped into Aquarius this past weekend on the 21st. And I think one of the biggest confuse, like the biggest confusion around Aquarius is that everyone thinks it's a water sign. Yes. I mean, you know, it usually positions someone pouring water out of a jug. So yeah, your first thing is it's a water sign. Right. Um, And it's an air sign, actually. Mm -hmm. Right. I do have a little trick. I do have a little trick to uh, kind of rectify that in your head. How looking at that glyph, think of the two wavy lines that oftentimes we associate with Aquarius and they're parallel to each other, but they're wavy. And that's that is water that's we all look at that as water but you know those little the waves is the air the air hitting that water and stirring it up so rather than a placid kind of lake feel like you know the water's like glass uh the image for aquarius is the waves so i like to think about it that you know aquarius they stir things up and the disruptor disruptor i like that word i like that word so yeah they can make the waters a little choppier or they can take a different stance on something explain something in a different way come from a whole different arena than what we would think they would be coming from right and i think that's why we're often assumed as like the aliens of the group when we think of aquarius (laughs) different exactly Yeah. Aquarius is also ruled by both Saturn um, and Uranus. Mm -hmm. And that brings an interesting kind of complication to it because Saturn rules like the tradition. Oh, yeah. Right. And we just got out of a Capricorn season, which is ruled by Saturn, right? The rules. This is how it is. This is how it's been. Where Uranus pushes us into the change. Like it upsets how things have been. We want to fresh. You want to freshen things up. Right. And right. so but- the old way, the rule of that rule is so old, is outdated. Let, let's change that policy. Right. Well, and because of that, I would think, well, and I can speak to it myself being an Aquarius where there can, we can be at odds with ourselves because there might be some things that we have very traditional views about, Right. but there's other things that we're really big advocates for change. Let's do it differently. I'm willing to walk by myself on this one. I'm willing to be the only one that shows up in costume to this party. That's true. So do you see the disruptor in yourself? Myself? Yeah. 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 I do. I, as, I as your mother, I've seen it. Yes, I've seen <laughs> it. I've lived it. You've taken me through it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think there. I, a lot of times when I tell people what I'm doing, there's like a reaction of like, wait, what are you doing? Like, is that safe? Do you actually make money doing that? Like, there's always kind of confusion as to what I'm uh, 
what I'm doing. And then the people that aren't confused by it are saying, oh my God, you need to write a book. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. need to, right? You need yeah. to get this out to the world because it's just like not bizarre, but it just like it's not something you could just come across in a lot of people. And I'm sure our guests today will be able to relate to that as well. Um, so before we enter, we're not going to introduce her yet, but we do have a special Aquarian guest today. So we're sticking with our theme. I can't believe we almost started this a year ago with mm -hmm. Aries season, but uh, we will bring on Leslie Logan shortly, who is a certified Pilates teacher. Um, and we'll have to ask her, of course, how she's been a disruptor or possibly how Pilates has been a disruptor to the space of body work. So it is possible too that, you know, um, as an Aquarius, you would pick work that is disrupts the industry where you feel very comfortable in that space. Mm -hmm. It can okay. also bring structure to that space with that's being ruled by Saturn as well. Absolutely. That, that Aquarian in general is looking for something fresh, new, something that revises the storyline, something that's a shortcut, a new way of doing things. You know, that is, you know, when we were kids and, and you know, you were you're supposed to stay on the sidewalk and not take the obvious shortcut by crossing the grass. But, you know, you think of it now in hindsight, those kids that continually did that, they wouldn't stay on that sidewalk. They did the cut through, you know, to get there faster, to get ahead of you in line. You know, those were natural Aquarian instincts. Mm -hmm. This is a faster, easier way. Why are we doing it the old way? Uh, uh, Aquarius gets very much into democracy and freedom, freedom of expression. They're very much for the people. I mean, not that they're into the, um, they don't get into the poverty side of the people, but I mean, the idea that, you know, human rights, having an awareness and appreciation of every body on the, on the planet, that's kind of a birthright of the Aquarians. Which I think that's why it's really exciting that we're seeing Pluto move into Aquarius this year, just because I think we need more of that. I think it needs to go back to the people where we've been in this huge Capricorn energy since 2008, right? We have, we've seen more millionaires born. We've seen the rise of all these companies. And it's like, okay, how do we bring that power back to the middle class, right? They say, oh, the middle class is gone. I don't know. It's something I hear, you know, like how can we, how can we bring the power back to the people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, and even though if you're not an Aquarius today, um, you have Aquarius in your chart. So I, it, this, this actually what we're speaking about, all of us carry a little bit of that. Of course, we think of those born here at this time of the year having more of it. And in particular, this early, this first week of Aquarius, generally, which will include our guest, by the way, um, generally they have an unusual story to tell about their early life. Usually there's some story oftentimes about overcoming something or being uh, having some unusual experiences that we don't think of uh, everyone having in the first 10, 12 years of their life. So they, and they have a tendency to overcome it. And then, so have a very interesting story, I always say about, gosh, when they compare where they came from, circumstances and where they're at. So that's part of that Aquarian story as well, the unexpected the twist and turn in life. Yeah. And, you know, we all have Aquarius in our chart somewhere. Mm -hmm. So if you understand your natal charts, if you understand where the planets were when you were born, you would look to see what house does Aquarius fall on. Right. And that, that whatever rules that house is where you'll experience those unexpected ups and downs or sudden aspects. 
upsets or even unusual storylines. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I know you have it on your second house. I do. And I can tell you when I was 28 and told everyone I was going to be a full-time astrologer and make my money that way, I was in Des Moines, Iowa, and the room just fell silent. <laughs> That's all I can say. And nobody, nobody wanted, they didn't want to make eye contact with me. And these were my <laughs> friends. They didn't want to make eye contact with me. And one of my friends, my closest friend at the time, just said to me, Mary, you shouldn't talk about astrology. Oh. <laughs> you shouldn't talk about that. Oh. <laughs> Anyhow, the point is that's where it starts. So that was my, it's a little sliver of a story. So the idea is when we're talking about Aquarius upset, upsetting the normal, mm -hmm. being inventive, and it's on your second house, which is many times how we make our money. Right. right? Your, your values. Saying, your values, right. And that you did it through astrology. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So let's go ahead and introduce our guest today. So as I mentioned earlier, we have Leslie Logan with us, who is a certified Pilates teacher, breathwork, habits, and mindset coach. She is the founder of onlinepilatesclasses.com, which is the first free online catalog of Pilates exercise tutorials, where you can also find weekly Pilates classes and workshops. Um, she's been teaching Pilates since 2008, running multiple studios, and has trained hundreds of students to become Pilates teachers themselves. She also hosts a podcast called Be It Till You See It, and she travels the world leading Pilates retreats. So welcome, Leslie. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Oh my goodness, ladies, this is a dream. And also I feel so seen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I feel like my whole life, it makes so much sense now. And I can I'm good. <laughs> good. Okay. Wow. Like we can end it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, do you mind? Can we make a few comments about your natal chart? Or do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself first? I'm not sure. Well, what, what do you guys want to do? It's your show. Okay. Wow. okay. Why don't you tell us how you got into Pilates? And That's we'll... a fun story. Yeah. So I definitely thought Pilates was like a made up workout, like an infomercial workout. So when I was invited to go to a class, I told the girl, I'm like, that is a BS work workout. I can't do what it says it's going to do. But at the time I didn't actually have any friends, like actual friends to hang out with where I was living. They'd all moved away after college, got married. And I was running a jewelry store, managing a boutique mm -hmm. and, um, thought it was the coolest thing. So I decided to go so I could make a friend and. I fell in love with it. I felt parts of my body I never felt before. It was actually really grounding for me because I like stepped inside my body, which I think makes a lot of sense given that <laughs> Mary's like nodding her head. She's like, yeah, that makes sense. So <laughs> I fell in love with it and I changed everyone's schedule so I could go to class every single day. <laughs> and the more I, I, so it sounds so crazy, but I went every single day because in Every time I went to class, it was like the only time I could almost get my mind to stop and like I could just focus and I felt more and more connected to myself and I realized I wasn't happy with where I was living. So I got transferred and to another store and in, in LA and someone there is like, you should be a Pilates instructor. And I thought, really? Like, I don't know, but I wanted to pay for this expensive workout hobby that I had and, yes. um, yeah. And so I, I admitted becoming a Pilates instructor and I got so busy teaching Pilates during 2008, which yes, it was a recession. Yeah, and when sure. I know when all of my customers were like no longer buying the $700 bags and they're buying like what we called the vegan bags, <laughs> another way of saying not leather, not expensive. <laughs> um, uh, they were buying Pilates because 
with me. And so I made so much, I had to leave my safe job, which we all know retail at that time no longer was safe, but, right. um, and that's how I became a plies instructor. Wow. <laughs> delivered it in. Oh, that's fascinating. Well, we'll have to talk about the astrology of her starting that in 2008 and how yes. she must be going through a transformation now as we go through this year, because you're wow. wrapping up that energy that you started in 2008. And, you know, it's possible that's, that's a secret <laughs> that could be some behind the scenes of some, some, some stuff that you're working on, but. Mm. Well, but let's look at that natal chart because, you know, the phase of the moon that you were born under Leslie is uh, considered a waxing gibbous, meaning you were, you were born, you know, like uh, a week before the full moon. So the mm. moon is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and bigger. And that represents someone who jumps in with drive they have passion. So your story is interesting. You stumble into a class, you're, 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 you're pessimistic about what you're going to see. And then somehow, oh my God, this is it. This is the Holy Grail. And it does represent someone who generally um, wants to really get into something that is no fluff, something that has <laughs> deeper meaning. So I hear what you're saying that you were in retail, you know, but you know, yeah, that would make sense. Generally, we don't think of passion as much in retail, but getting into one-on-one -on -one teaching, class-on-one, -on -one, that now we get into passion starting to show up there. Mm -hmm. So anyhow, this is usually someone who takes an idea and then runs it up the flagpole. Mm -hmm. They want to take it to the major league level. So talk yeah. to me on that because you teach classes. But mm -hmm. Well, this is actually, um, that's actually so funny. Cause if in my strength chart activator is like one of my top strengths. So I, anytime I have an idea, I like, I have to go with it. I have yeah. to just like, my team oh. is like, hold on, we need a system. I'm like, let me just see if it's going to work. Let's just see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I think like, um, sometimes that that really resonate, like I have some ideas that come to that is, um, retreats. Like when I started doing my retreats, I literally was like, I just, I came back from Cambodia and I was like, I'm going to do a retreat there. And I just told all my clients, Hey, I'm going to do a retreat next year. Do you want to come? And I, yeah. I got everyone to say yes. And I was like, okay, let me just pick a date. And, and I didn't actually have a lot of things in place yet, but I was like, well, I've got the people, I've got the dates. Now I just have to find a place to put them. Oh my God. In Cambodia. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what the incredible part is, is because, you know, you hear lots of people who would say, oh, I would love to go teach a retreat in Bali or Cambodia, or I would love to do something on a larger scale, but then maybe the success rate isn't there compared to how many people talk about it. And so with this gibbous moon that you have, it gives you that ability to take those ideas on a much larger scale. Yeah, it is the major leagues. You take what you do. And you immediately think of taking, how can I take it to the major leagues? So the much you, in mushrooms, you, you have a magic touch on some level, not necessarily with everything, but you have, when you're connected to it. Yes. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So that, um, that's, you were born that way. Uh, I love yeah. that. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, and like how perfect, cause y'all, I was, my, my mom's due date was, was January 13th. So I was like, I was, wow. yeah. So I was, yeah, she was two weeks late and people did not want to be in an elevator with her, but I yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, I just, I'm like, I think I picked that date. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, they're very interesting. Uh, and the other thing, of course, that kind of slipped out here in your chart, you have Uranus and Jupiter and sit together like that in your chart. That is all about travel. 
travel. Mm -hmm. And so you might have just naturally, even at a really early age, start been very interested in geography or the world or countries. You just, you have no, in one way, you have no boundaries and borders. Mm -hmm. You don't see boundaries and borders. And yeah. again, I laugh without that because sometimes people, you, you probably don't, don't stress going through customs, that type of thing. You know what I mean? Because you're like, this is no biggie. I'm stepping, it's just one, it's an imaginary line on the earth and I'm stepping across it. No oh my goodness. We, uh, we only travel with international suitcases, so we never have to check a bag so that we can just, yeah, keep it easy. And, um, and I, and, and it's actually quite funny. I didn't, I wasn't raised to travel, but I always right. wanted to, my parents wow. didn't have any money. So we just didn't really do anything. And my first trip abroad as an adult, I went to Brazil by myself and I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talk about, so Mary, you brought this up, you brought up customs. So, so yeah. I get off this plane and like, this is my first international trip where I had like a stamp and like the papers. And I'd never done that before my, right. the, oh, yeah. the times before I went to Mexico and that was before you needed a passport. Right. So, mm -hmm. so I, so I'm, you know, I got the tickets and at, when I was in Rio, I had a flight to Sao Paulo and I was like, I showed him the tickets like, Oh, hold on to those. And I said, okay. So I get to Sao Paulo and I'm just following people and I'm like looking for my plane and I'm following people and I get all the way to the gate of my plane. And I said, Hey, they wouldn't print a ticket for me at the other right. place. I said, I have to get it here. And she said, well, you didn't go through customs. <laughs> oh, oh, you <laughs> How did I get here though? Like, how did yeah. I get here? And she's yeah. like, you have to go back. So I like march all the way back forever. And I go up to federal police oh, in yeah. Brazil and I'm like, hi, uh, <laughs> they said I need to get a stamp. Um, they can't print a ticket. And they look at me cause I'm talking in English and I like try to talk in some Portuguese, but like, oh, I don't know how to talk to, oh, about passports. Yeah. So yeah. these federal police march me all the way back to the gate. They talk back and forth and then they march me all the way back and they stamp my passport. <laughs> Oh my, oh my God. You, see, that, that's lovely. Oh, it's a perfect story of like, you know, it, it worked out. Yeah. But it she was. didn't, she didn't see, she doesn't even see it. I didn't, I didn't even see it. I just walked, when I got on the other side, I was like, oh, I did not see that. I missed that whole thing. <laughs> well, it, it, they usually do. Most clients who have this in their chart, they have interesting stories to tell about going through customs or immigration, things that, that they kind of walk, waltz right through sometimes and sometimes yeah. carrying contraband, by the way, I might say, <laughs> they, no one thinks, I don't know what it is. It's not a big deal uh, in their world, so to speak. So anyhow, very interesting. Jupiter Uranus also makes a great teacher. Oh, Matt, guru, yeah. not just a teacher, guru. Yeah. Guru, right? yeah. And someone that always even, um, is always learning as well. So it is possible that you might say like, yep, I'm always taking a class or I'm always reading something that you constantly want to be in that learning space yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, I'm starting a Lyra practice as we speak. I wanted, I wanted a hobby. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. I was like, I need a hobby that I won't teach. <laughs> wow. Are you saying Lyra? Yeah. The ring, you know, the circus thing. Wow. Yeah, I just wanted something fun to do. <laughs> okay, fascinating. Well, I was going to suggest one more thing about that Uranus Jupiter conjunction. And again, mm -hmm. think about this a bit, but I think you're rather lucky. 
I think you have been waved, maybe waved through like your, your first story was there, but also sometimes this is uh, gaining. Uh, maybe it's a financial settlement or maybe it's, oh, here, here's a scholarship or here, we'll support you in going doing that. So kind of some unlikely uh, things, lucky breaks, maybe I might say happening to you. I'm not talking yearly, but mm -hmm. I would think that they would pop up, uh, you know, certainly every five, 10 years. Yeah. So um, I'll try to make this short, but like talk about like luck, just like little luck chains. Yeah. The reason I'm in this house is because I met somebody who could help entrepreneurs get a house, right? Wow. Like, which is really amazing. Right. We got this house June 1st of 2020. Okay. Okay. Wow. So we're going to go back into 2018. I was actually feeling a little lost. Like mm -hmm. I was, I had like achieved everything I wanted and kind of mm -hmm. just was like, I don't know what's like next. And I met this woman who like called me out. She's like, you're letting fear run your world. And that woman had this big 500 person event and I wanted to go, but I didn't have the actual money to take yeah. the time off work yes. and to go. Yes. Right. So I was like, I really want to go. And I want a ticket to go. There we go. <laughs> and I won this ticket and this company that I won the ticket from paid for my hotel, paid for my food, paid for everything, paid for my outfits, the whole thing. That's so then while I was there, I won a ticket to the next year. Oh my God. Right. There and so go. I was like, what? <laughs> this is amazing. And then when I went back the next year, um, they had this luncheon and they offered up this opportunity to go into the smaller group. I signed up for that. I was like, why not? Like, I, right, right. I feel like I wasn't even supposed to be like, I feel like I was supposed to be. A, and in that group, I met that guy who got me this house. I would never oh, have met wow. this person. They live in Michigan. Like they're in real estate. Like, I would never have. So yeah. like, that's a, that yeah. was like little luck draws all along the way. Yeah. I love it. Oh my gosh. I wow. It. I love it because you've, you, you are a lucky soul. You are, you do have these lovely connections. It's not people putting cash in your hand necessarily, but as they open up the door to the opportunity, they invite you in. Mm -hmm. yep. So if that. we go in a little bit of a different direction, right. if we, talk, we want to talk about Lilith on her son. So Lilith conjuncts yeah. your son, almost exact. And then you also have Pluto squaring your son. So this can play out in a couple different ways. You might say, oh, I've seen some stuff in my life, right? <laughs> Pluto does kind of expose you to the nitty gritty or kind of the underside of life that people don't necessarily talk about. Now, that's the harsher piece of it. Pluto's son could also say, oh, I love walking people through transformation, which Pilates, we can see that you probably, you get a body in one condition, if you will. And by the time they leave you, <laughs> the body is in a new condition. Yeah. You yeah. love that idea of the before and after mm -hmm. and whether yeah. you take people through that, you take bodies through that, you take spaces through that. You love like the nitty gritty of saying like, if it's easy to talk about like a house where we get a house kind of in a condition and we say, yeah, I'm willing to rip out this drywall and see what's laying beneath it. Where some people might be like, I don't want anything. I don't want to see it. I don't want to put my <laughs> hands in it. <laughs> you know, you're saying, let's get right into it. Mm -hmm. And that also gives you the ability to be just very open and honest about what you've seen, where you've been, where you might not sugarcoat things. Yeah. You, know, you might just say like, oh yeah. Oh, I had sex last night or, oh yeah, I'm on my period. Right. And I know that's kind of like, no, but those, those are, out there. those are true things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there might not be a lot of boundaries even to, and like what you will or won't talk about. Yeah. That's so fascinating. There's like a couple like little thoughts that come to mind. When I met my husband, we had a, what was supposed to be a one night stand. Um, 
And I was like, I'm not going to give him my phone number. And he was telling himself, I'm not going to ask for a phone number. And then I get to work the next day and I tell my coworker, I met the man I'm going to marry. And I told him all about oh it. And she's like, when is he going to call you? I'm like, he doesn't have my phone number, but don't worry. He's going <laughs> to, he's going to find me. Oh my gosh. Well, th that's, and we know that he did. So, yeah. I mean, that year in a stupider. Absolutely. Well, you know, I would like to just t touch a tad bit more on that Lilith energy, because a lot of women, we don't understand that power. And it's, it represents a woman who is powerful. Mm. It's not that they come over and hit you over the head. Many times they are more, and again, I'm going to use the word seductive, but I don't mean it only in a sexual sort. They go, they go, they go around people maybe instead of going knocking the person down in front of them they just go around them and make friends with the person higher up on the chain so to speak that would be a more indirect path anyhow you have it uber strong in your chart i'm sure this was problematic for you in your younger years you know your first 15 years of life but i i'm sure it's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger at, at this point forward uh in your life so it's a it's you're going to turn into a major role model mm. because it's the strength of a woman of getting things done and sometimes maybe intimidating men in the process and again not because of something you're doing yeah just they you. feel a little insecure and threatened yeah because they see that power yeah that's so cool that's really cool yeah so i mean i'm really excited about that <laughs> That's yeah. along with my dreams. So that's yeah. how it works. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, Do you uh, have a favorite piece about your chart, Leslie? You know, um, I, I will say right now I'm like, these are all new things for me to hear yeah. about my chart. So I'm actually like loving that Lilith thing. And, yeah. and also when you guys brought up the disruptor thing, I would never have called myself a disruptor because I feel like I just kind of, <laughs> I'm oh. just coming in, but yeah. like, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> I guess I can see how like me coming in might be disrupting the room. And I'm just like, I'm here, <laughs> right. but this like, just me. Yeah. But it just makes so much sense because I, I try to, sometimes I wonder like, why, am, why do I have to do it like that? Like, cause you know, when you're like, can take a 30, like, why am I doing it like that? but like, I can't not do it like that. For mm -hmm. example, um, you know, um, my husband suggested I should do my Pilates classes online because I was traveling so much and mm -hmm. I was not, I was having to ask for a sub all the time. And I thought, well, but I love the community of people coming to coming to class. And I also love like that the class is accountability for them. Like they need to be held accountable. Otherwise they'll just subscribe and never use it. And that doesn't work for me. And so I said, we'll only do it if we can take classes away and we can have a community where they share what classes that they're like, they can say like how class was this week, but they don't have to go class number, blah, blah, blah. They can just say, I love class this week or this happened. And for the life of me, I was like, why do I like hold my stake in that? But I think it's because of that disruptor piece that you guys were mentioning. I didn't realize that it was a power that I had, which mm -hmm. is that like, I want, I don't want to do it the same way everyone else has been doing it. I want to do it differently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, I have a very practical question to ask. Yeah. Uh, you, so you have online classes. Yeah. Now, do you have to have the Pilates machine? You don't, if you have it, there's a membership level for that. But if you just have, uh, you just need room on the floor. Great. Okay. Yeah. Well, you just need room on the floor. Mm -hmm. now, yes. Been, you know, I've had a limited exposure to Pilates personally. Mm -hmm. It was good. It did start changing my body and I was only doing it once a week, you know, <laughs> someone that, that did have one. Uh, and I didn't work with it that long, maybe, uh, maybe two or three months. And I've always thought I need to get back into that because it was so 
it was, I don't want to say easy, but it was, it wasn't like, it wasn't like going to the gym and doing a heavy workout Mm -hmm. and yet it was profound. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you brought up something in my chart that like, there's a tradition that I have, but also this like disrupting that I have. And what's really hilarious is that I'm a classical Pilates teacher, which means I teach with an order. So Joseph Pilates created it with an order. There's an order on the mat. There's an order on the reformer. And I love that because I love for people to have autonomy in their workout. Like you don't actually need me. Um, I hope you use my classes, but like (laughs) the idea is that you remember the names of the exercises so you can like get a flow in and you can do it yourself. But then I, then I, I touch, I like do a little disruption to it. You know what I mean? So I think it's really, it makes a lot of sense why I like that, that there's a little order there, but I like to play with that. Yeah. I mean, you've also brought so much structure to it by having, I mean, you're teaching the classes are online. So you have a website. I know you have cards as well. I've seen those like on your social media, um, that you've created that show the workouts. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. So we have these flashcards and I created them because people wanted me to make a manual okay. and I didn't, and this, like now I didn't want to do a manual. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, a little disruptor. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do a manual. There's so many manuals. Of it. <laughs> and so, and I think I'd seen, um, some tarot cards. My, my executive assistant at the time was a tarot reader. And I was like, I wonder if I like put them on cards. And so I asked my husband, I was like, is it, can we do this? And I made them in February of 2020. I did a whole, like all the copy and all that stuff. And then obviously with the pandemic, we had troubles getting print and, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. But, um, but when they finally came out, it's, what's so fun is that people don't have to have a membership if they don't want to, they can just have the cards and then they can make up their own workout as they want them. Oh, oh. you're, so you're giving the Aquarius, you're liberating people. I was going to say, you're <laughs> giving your people thing. a piece yeah. of the disruption. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Share that disruption. Oh, how fun, how fun. Can I ask one more astrology question, Kate? Yeah. yeah. This is an odd little thing. It'll be a yes or it'll no. Do you think you're real sensitive about hand washing or germs in general? Do you have a thing about that? Or you're saying, no, just the opposite? I, you know. This is like prior to, to a, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, um, right, prior, yeah, yeah prior to, COVID. yeah, I would like to think it was like a, a healthy you know, like I grew up playing in the mud and stuff like that. So I was definitely, you know, I could get my hands dirty, but I would definitely, I would wash them appropriately. Like I remember, um, this is terrible, but I'm going to say this. I remember <laughs> working at Fred Siegel and um, I went to the bathroom and there was a celebrity there and I'm not going to mention her name because this is not going to go well for her. Yeah. <laughs> and we come out, we both come out of the stall at the same time. And she like, closes her eyes and just walks out the door and she didn't wash her hands. And I'm like, you have to at least wash your hand. <laughs> you know, so I don't, I, sorry that I didn't say yes or no, but I'd like to say like, I think I, it's not, I'm not neurotic around it. Not neurotic. Okay. Yeah. Well, you just chart and there's another level to it. It's like, let's be clean with each other. Maybe you live it out socially. Like you might, I don't say this, I'm going to say it bluntly, calling people on their shit. Let's mm-hmm. just call it what it is, but it mm-hmm. goes back to the hand washing. Let's keep it clean. Let's, let's call a spade a spade, so to speak. Okay. So you may, you may relate more to, on that level, but uh, yeah. generally is, is someone who makes a point of washing their hands and aware <laughs> of germs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, now that you say like, 
yes, I do like to call things out. And I also just like, I don't like to, you're, you said earlier, like I don't sugarcoat it. So as wow. I coach people on their business and they have, I'm like, that's going to, that's actually going to cost you 10 grand. Like I, you can do it, but I'm just going to let you know right now. Like that's, and they're like, oh, I'm like, I'm not going to tell you, <laughs> you no, could I, just go up and do it. If I, I know that the steps in between, you're going to have to get this website. You're going to have to, you can't do it without it. So, no. um, so that makes a lot of sense. Okay. The other thing about this, because mom's referring to your son's sign when she's asking about your mm. your de the degree that your son sits at about that washing, but it also does suggest someone who's very sensitive to hidden I identities or additives or allergens or irritants. Again, lifelong theme where you might say, oh, I can't use that laundry detergent because it breaks me out, or I can't have that ingredient because I have a very strong reaction to it. So, and they're not things that people can see. Yeah. Right? It can be right. like perfume where you're saying, oh my gosh, I'm having an allergic reaction. And people are like, what's going on? Nothing's changed. You're like, no, I smell it. It's in my nose. It's in my nose. Mm -hmm. So, and that is also, they're not germs, but they're this idea of like you just being very sensitive to these things that people can't see. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, that makes a lot of sense. I don't do dairy, gluten, or egg. Ooh. And that's, that's Ooh. such a bummer. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so Leslie, what would be a way that people can support you that are listening, whether, um, whether it's like following you on social media, like what's your website, do you have any upcoming classes or trainings that you want to plug? This is mm. your time to let the listeners know how to get in touch with you or, you know, what they can do if they're interested in maybe starting their Pilates journey. Yeah. Thank you for um, asking me. So uh, you can, if you love this podcast, you can listen to my podcast on the same that's thing right. you're listening to. That's yeah. the easiest way to find me, be it till you see it. If you are wanting to dive into Pilates, I do have free classes. You can try it out. I also have an intro series if you're like, I've never done it before. And you can find all of that on onlinepilatesclasses.com. Um, and you know, if you do, if I, if I, if I sparked your interest in travel, you can come to Cambodia with me. So yeah. just, uh, just <laughs> <laughs> you can, we do a lot of wellness and breath work and we go off the beaten path to see the temples that are there. So, um, you can just hit me up on Instagram, Leslie, L E S L E Y dot Logan. Wonderful. Thank you. You know, one thing that we didn't even say about her chart, which I feel like would be a miss if we don't, if we didn't okay. bring it up okay. yes. is um, I know her birth time might have been off by about 10 minutes or so, yes. but for sure she's a Gemini rising. Yes. Right. Regardless if, you know, it was on the, the first minute that we talked about or the last minute, because we're, we, we're within a good window. And that is what leads her, you know, to really work with her hands, yes. with her limbs. Yes. Um, and it can give you this ability to say, I, I can't just do one thing. Right. I want to have my hand in multiple things. It would make right. you a great traveler. It would say, yeah, I'm down to get in the, you know, to get in the car. And I know this about you just from your social media, but I'm down to get in the car and travel from, from city to city. That's that Gemini showing through as well. Oh, that's so and, fascinating. And, that's so great I to thought, know. And I thought you were going to say, this is the degree that you go around the world creating family. Mm -hmm. create yeah. family you you are you know this is something where people kind of uh, like an adhesive they want to be they want to be attached to you in some some way somehow and yeah. um, it's a it's a wonderful energy it represents somebody who knows how to create um, um, or do mass marketing but it also becomes the figurehead the role model so, you know people that can look they can look up to somebody anyhow these are all very flattering things they're very flattering also like thank goodness because that's the things that i do <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> when you were running the jewelry store, was it jewelry that you were making or was it you just, um, it was all different jewelry that other people were making, but like really unique, not the stuff that you would get at the big box stores. Like this is yeah. all very creative local designers basically. Okay. And then I did see these Doc Martens that the store that I worked for had purchased and they were painted and I'm not a painter, um, by like what I would consider. Um, although who knows arts, everything. So maybe I should have, you know, give myself, but I, I, I wanted to do something different. So my friend and I decoupage them. And so we like figured out a way to decoupage doc, these, um, not doc Martin, Dr. Scholes. Okay. And then we, uh, we decoupage them and the store that I ran, um, wanted to buy those. Okay. And so we ended up and, and Dr. Scholes knew what we were doing. We got permission from them. And then after two years, they knocked us off. So <laughs> oh. we moved on. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I was just thinking if you were making the jewelry, you know, that'd be another really hand heavy focused activity mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. that Gemini rising as well. But it mm -hmm. plays very nicely and kind of ties everything together that we talked about today. Yeah. Fabulous. Well, it's so, been a delight. I've really enjoyed uh, learning about you, Leslie, and I'm going to look into your online Pilates classes. Oh, thank you, Mary. And I, I've been enjoying learning about me too. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Leslie, for being with us today. Um, again, check out uh, her social media, her podcast. Uh, we will have it all linked in the notes for today. And that concludes our episode. So we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.